Good morning, everybody on LinkedIn Live. Once again, my name is Adrian and I'm the CEO and founder of Career Agility International. And together with me, Yen, our uh, super coach, we are here again on a Friday morning talking to you uh, on our career success show. My brain is a bit slow because last night I was uh, working all the way up to about 1am uh, giving a global talk. But how are you this morning, Yen? It's a Friday. How's everyone you doing? Coffee, Happy to be here. I hope you had- I hope you had your coffee already. My coffee is right here. <laughs> okay, okay. It doesn't good. say keep calm and career on, but maybe we can create some swag that's the size of this tumbler because uh, yeah, um, yeah. that's the amount of coffee I drink in order to stay I awake. <laughs> I think so too, you know. For those of us, uh, our, our listeners uh, tuning in on Spotify, hi, I'm so happy to have you, you know. Uh, our Spotify viewership is growing and it's growing by leaps and bounds. I think, uh, especially, yeah, and Spotify is a great platform for learning because when you are exercising or doing the stuff, uh, doing even your cooking in the background, just turn it on and, and it's wonderful, isn't it? I love Spotify because it doesn't have the distractions of other people's posts just like LinkedIn. Because on LinkedIn, <laughs> sometimes you you look at the comments or you you might flip over to the to the to the front screen and you get you look you get to look at your feed. Um and yeah. the, the feed and you get distracted because you're looking at you everyone get else's feed. Yeah. 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 So Spotify is great really if love. you are if you're trying to do two things at the same time. And you know what I really love about Spotify? You can put the speaker, uh, the guy on 1.5 times and you can finish up the session uh, much earlier rather than listen to, listening to him uh, uh, talk at his speed. That's so, on. But I don't know. I don't know. No. It's, uh, for me, I listen to Spotify when I'm doing my exercise and I'm riding and I find it's a great distraction from the pain when I'm exercising. So it's, it's just wonderful. I like, I like the podcasts. Uh, so it's yeah, wonderful. So, but anyway, TGIF to, to and a, everybody. And a big shout out to all our viewers on LinkedIn Live as well right now. I see quite a number of you guys out there. Uh, if you have any questions you want to ask, please feel free to drop it into the comment section. Click like, share this with your friends. And you know, our purpose at Career Agility International is we want to help as many people with their careers as possible. So if you have a question or if you want us to talk about a specific topic, reach out to us, uh, drop us an email. And over the past uh, three years that we've been running this uh, LinkedIn live show, uh, we've had a lot of uh, fantastic feedback and, and very good suggestions for topics, right? haven't we, Ian? So today we want to talk about the reasons you should not, well, let's just reverse this. Five wrong reasons for staying wrong reasons um, but there are also right reasons for staying in the job uh, but today we just want to talk about some of the I guess the excuses that we hear from a lot of the people yeah. we speak with um, as to yeah. how how they, they they want to leave but they're unable to for a variety of reasons and some of it might be um, I, I, I think some of it might just be a lot of um, a lot of, I don't know fear or maybe they're fear, stuck unknown. but we should talk about why they're stuck yeah yeah so uh, one one of the when I was a kid, uh, there used to be this really horrible comedy series called the Benny Hill Show. It's a British com- mm-hmm. comedy show, and uh, full of sketches. And there was one sketch which particularly amuses me even till today. Uh, it's uh, it shows a mom cooking in the kitchen, and then a voice goes up in the background. Uh, shows a lady cooking in the kitchen, and the background in the background a voice goes, "But I don't want to go to school. All the kids in school hate <laughs> yes. me." And then, yes. then, the, then the latest round and says, but you have to, dear, you're the principal. 
So yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then it's I, very I, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen the similar, we've seen similar ones um, on on co- comics as well. Um, anyway, yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, you know, so, but so Benny Hill, just Benny Hill, very bad. Please don't watch Benny it's, Hill. It's very, uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Uh, it, it's funny at that, at that time. Uh, yes. If you view it today, he'll be cancelled, okay, for the sexism, for yes. the racism, especially when he pretends to be this Chinese guy called Chicken Chow Min. Anyway, uh, for those of us mm. here who are young enough to remember, who are young enough not to remember Benny Hill, you just go go Google him or go on YouTube and you'll see how, how amazing the old days were. But anyway, we digress. Uh, now today, we want to talk about uh, reasons why people stay in a job they hate. And yeah. In our practice as career uh, uh, strategists, and we talk to a lot of people, and some of them really hate their job, and they are on the verge of quitting, but they don't. Yes. And uh, yeah, they have why, their they have their resume they have their resignation letters already prepared in their drawer or typed up and saved and drafted on their emails, yeah. and and yet something is not they're not they're not sending it they're not doing anything because maybe they haven't lined up all their ducks. Correct, and sometimes it it uh, they kick the can down the road. Uh, maybe next month, maybe next month, and then uh, uh, two years passes. And then and then deep down inside, you know, they get increasingly frustrated. And the thing about yeah. career frustration is that it spills inevitably. It cannot be contained. It will spill over into your personal life. Into your life, yes, absolutely. Um, and when people get frustrated, it, they get burnt out, and that's not healthy either. And the longer you stay, sometimes the stucker you get. Is that such a word? Sorry, it's a Friday. <laughs> the, stuck, the stuckier you get. So the more the more stuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's. Stuck, I can't. Okay. I can't the, England the stu- today. The, 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 the stuckier you get. So. Uh, <laughs> so how do you then unstuckify yourself? Uh, we're gonna talk about that later as well. But we're gonna explore the real reasons why. I mean, these these are not. Some are valid. Some are not. But if you are in a mm. job which you which deep down inside you know that uh, this isn't the one for me, maybe because it's uh, you have an oppressive boss, uh, maybe mm. because it's the 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 company has changed or you have changed or there's a new trigger, and you know deep down inside it's not the job for me, uh, but I'll still stick around anyway. Today's episode is for you. <laughs> Especially if the reason for staying is because I need the money. I yeah, so we're gonna explore that as well. I don't know. Yeah. So what what we're looking now is this. Okay. Uh, one of the first, one of the biggest reasons, uh, whenever we encounter uh, an individual who says, "I I want to leave my job, but I, I don't want, I don't dare." A lot of times, it's because of the fear of the unknown. They don't know what's yep. out there, and and worse still, you know, some sometimes the bosses are. Uh, will scare them and say you you think this is bad outside in the other company is worse you know I'm a very good boss already and then the emotional blackmail comes in yeah or you know how and you know how when you catch up with friends and everyone's just complaining about their jobs and so it, it seems to be that the whole world is and that all jobs are bad and that everyone is unhappy and so sometimes it's really yeah. the people you hang around with as well and and the monster yeah. of your imagination is always going to be scarier than the monster you can see so true yeah and then you have uh then, then there's this big hairy scary unknown out there that you know if i can i i've been in my company for the past 15 years can i survive out there in a new environment and sometimes there's a lot yep. of self-doubt creeps in as well mm-hmm. and yep. and the self-doubt a lot of times uh 
uh, it comes to a point where you get paralyzed, and therefore I say it's it can't be as bad as in here, and then people stay behind. I we we enco- I encountered this uh, client uh, two years back, and he was in a company for twenty one years, and his biggest fear is that mm. uh, I am so comfortable here. I don't think uh, I I don't think I can cope outside, and therefore you know I'll really just stay in here, uh, and. Two months later, he got retrenched, and he was forced to go out. And the moment oh, he, yeah. he, the moment he got retrenched, he went out. Uh, he just started calling him because he was really, really good. And you know, the most interesting yeah. thing is that uh, he landed a job within another month or two, and he's thriving there today in his, in his new company. And he said, "What was I scared of? He was afraid of the unknown, and we've, you're afraid of the a unknown." A lot of people, uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people fear it's, change. It's, it's it's really yeah. the fear of change, um, and and what you were saying about the comfort zone really leads into the next point, which is um, the inertia, uh, yes. and and that that is actually more, just just I won't call it well, laziness. I think it's more like complacent. If things are going well, complacency. Why would I why would I want to change things up? And so yeah. your story of that individual is like a cautionary tale. Um, but no, you know, I think everything in its time. I'm not saying that hey, you know, you better quit before you get retrenched because retrenchment is not necessarily something you can control. Yeah. Um, and it's not something to be afraid of. Um, I think if if everyone had all of their career tools at the ready and they're always staying agile and connected to the outside world, then there's nothing to be afraid of. So, um, yeah, please, please don't quit because you fear retrenchment. I think that's the wrong reason. Um, and, and with regards to inertia, by the way, uh, for those of us here who have forgotten our O-level physics, uh, inertia, inertia is uh, Newton's law that says an object in motion tends to stay in motion and an object at rest tends to stay at rest. It's the force that stops me on, uh, on a weekday evening to, from going to the gym because I'm sitting there and watching Netflix and I don't want to get off my ass. Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's, that's, why, that's, and that's why I need to get, that's why I need to get the exercise out of the way in the morning. If not, if not, I'll never get it done in the evenings. Knowing yeah. that helps me to overcome that inertia. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Is so, there a delay? Yeah. Is there a delay in the in the tech? Yeah, uh, Mike. Uh, your mic uh, today from your. <laughs> I think your Wi-Fi connection in your home is a bit uh, choppy today, but it's okay. I I suspect. Uh, I suspect we we face technological uh, bumpiness all the time, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. But we are, we are we are resilient and we shall soldier on. No, I think one of the and biggest our audience are forgiving. Oh uh, yeah, I know. We love you too, guys. So uh, you know, one of the things about inertia is that uh, if the often we fall back on this situation where if it ain't broke, why fix it? You know, it's painful. Yep. Yeah, but it's going to be painful outside as well. Uh, and or the job search itself is such a pain. I rather not go through it. In fact, one of the one of the most uh, common things is that I don't want to sit down and redo my CV, even or update yeah. my LinkedIn. So uh, as as a result, no, I don't want to. Uh, I don't. I don't want to go on a job search. So how then do you break inertia? One of the things we recommend is this very interesting book called uh, Atomic Habits. Uh, by, I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with names now. And what this uh, guy, he says, what, what the author says is, if you make a small change in your behavior, 
okay? Uh, you can actually have huge results. You don't have to, you don't have to go all out and make a huge change. So for instance, uh, if you want to break the inertia, maybe you just start talking to people who have moved or maybe you can start talking to your headhunters or even just the process of updating your CV could end up uh, setting yeah. a new path. It doesn't, it doesn't take much. Um, uh, I think one uh, external lunch a week can sometimes give you some ideas as to what's out there as well. So you don't have to be actively job seeking. Uh, you, you should just reach out and figure out what's going on in the market so that you're clued in um, to the trends. And if the trend fits what you think you could do, and then you can then start making the move. It's like sometimes you were to put the cart before the horse, it can be a bit difficult. Yeah, I know. Yesterday I was uh, on a global call and uh, global training and I said, you put the horse before the cart. And they were looking Which at me funny. Was, put the horse... No, you put the cart before... Okay, never, okay, never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's Friday morning. I'm not going to process that. It's the same as... It's the same as... You can't have your cake and eat it. Or is it you can't eat your cake and have it. Uh, okay, never mind. One yeah. of those. <laughs> One of those Friday morning. Let's not let's not go into that. But uh, you know, inertia kills. Uh, and inertia, yeah. uh, if you kick the can down the road, it can actually snowball into something that becomes really ugly and even more unpleasant. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it becomes more, avoid, more. Yeah. When yeah, you avoid it, a problem, it gets worse. Yeah. yeah that's so, true. So uh, break inertia by just making small changes to your habits, uh, even just uh, talking to a headhunter or updating your CV and talking to friends uh, in, in, your, in your other companies that, you're talking, that you've interviewed with or your friends are working, they're just finding more about the market or yep. even just come talk to us. A small change, a small deviation to your normal uh, behavior can change can the trajectory. Huge, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Okay, so uh, yeah. break inertia because inertia kills. Quick one, Adrian. Um, and we have a comment that uh, Atomic Habits is written by James Clear. Thanks, Charles. Oh, James Clear. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I read that. It was an interesting book. You know, talking about books, uh, I am, I am, uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been reading quite a fair bit as well. And uh, this, this book is really interesting. The other book which I was hoping to get my hands on was this book working surrounded by idiots and uh, <laughs> it looked it looked really interesting but uh, I have it. it was a bit heavy it's a uh, it was written by you right so it's no. <laughs> about, uh, it's, it's a tell all about working in, in career agility with me right so surrounded by, surrounded by idiot self-obsessed uh, much Adrian no um, <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> it's not all about you no. Uh, yeah, me. I have it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's fun. It's good. It's a, it's a personality profiling book which I didn't really enjoy. Yeah. I know you enjoy it because you're into that. Uh, yes. But, uh, you know, it's a, it was, it's, it's, it's a book you can just pick it up and read if you want. Uh, the old stingy old Adrian. Uh, what I do is I go to the library and I just borrow it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got no shelf. I got no bookshelf space because there's no more no shelf no space left. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. I hate, and I still so, like the idea of a of a physical book. So, uh, inertia, get out of it. Start with small habit, habitual changes. Okay. Mm. Now, I think one of the other silly reasons uh, is this false, uh, and I call it false because it's not really real. Is this false sense of loyalty uh, or obligation? To it's your not team. false. I can't leave my team down. It's I don't real. Know. It's- I don't know, Yen. Is it? It's, there's I mean, a real sense okay, of loyalty. 
Okay, it's a real sense of loyalty, it's but real. it's a false ex kind of character. I'll take it back. I'm uh, not gonna it's, say it's false. It's, um, you you yeah, so so there are many stories of of people I know who stay because the boss is the one that brought them up, so to speak. Like the mm-hmm. you join the leader and ten years on you've been promoted through the ranks and you feel an obligation because the the your leader is the reason for your success. Mm-hmm. And to and to cut the apron strings at the point in time, any point in time snip, snip. feels this feels disloyal. And so um, individuals I know find it really hard. The other reason it's an that it's really hard basically. The, the, the loyalty um, nuance is when you got the role through a referral and that referral, you can't quit because yes. you would then impact the relationship of the person who opened that door for you. So there are many, many very... I call these um, sticky situations. It's called it's, it's a stickiness that, that, that is very hard to banish. Um, come talk to me about it because I'll give you a narrative. I'll help you manage your exit. If that's what you want to do, because um, exits also require strategies. Yes, and I think uh, one of the one one there was a situation. In fact, uh, just two months back, we were, I was talking to this individual, and she didn't want to leave because the project isn't done yet. I, I started on this project. I know I'd feel bad abandoning a project if I leave. I have an offer in hand actually, and I think this project is going to be tough. But I cannot leave it; otherwise, the project will fall apart. And when I asked yeah, her how long more will the project last, how long more will the project last? No, uh, a year two and a half, <laughs> two years. It's like okay, that's that's okay. Maybe the word's not false. Maybe the word's misguided. Uh, sense of misguided. Loyalty. That's right. Misguided. Yeah, I cannot England yeah. today. It's terrible. So uh, <laughs> you too. <laughs> so drinks for the two of us. Oh no, help me! I need a break. So uh, you know, it's 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 a misguided sense of loyalty. To the yeah. to, to and, a goal, to the organization, to the people. and to think that you're indispensable, to think that you are you are going that, that you would make such a huge difference, um, and that yeah. you're the linchpin or the hinge for everyone's success, and, and everything and falls this, on your shoulder. Actually, no, no. So when you're loyal, when you're loyal to the to the leader, and the leader decides to dispense with you because he's under pressure to perhaps reduce cost, um, I don't think he'll feel the same sense of loyalty. I don't know. Yeah. Organizations, uh, organizations, right? And I think I'm trying to be very careful around here. Uh, I think if there's one party that you should be loyal to, uh, it's your stakeholders, and your real stakeholders are yourself, your family members, and the people that you are supporting, and the people at home that are looking to you for 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 leadership. Okay, Uh, which means you know if if there's a if this role is killing you on the inside. And you're coming home grumpy and grouchy, or, or strained, or tired, or exhausted, uh, or even if your health is suffering, uh, your loyalty isn't to the company. Your loyalty is to your family, and I think it's time to yeah. consider moving. I remember you told me the story of the person you ran into, right? There was bandages. Uh, there were they were yeah. they were postponing their their operation, postponing their treatment because there was something yes. they needed to get done first. And the thing about these business cycles and these projects is that the next one will come before the what this one is, yeah, it's a and then there'll be another one. And, and the and the road never ends. Yeah, and then it's you you keep story. postponing so, um, your health. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, rinse and repeat. It's not healthy. Yeah. 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 So uh, the way I see it is, uh, loyalty is good, 
but uh, loyalty to whom? And we always say that uh, understand who your key stakeholders are. And if you know, if if there's a better job out there, I think you owe it to yourself and your own uh, career and your own key stakeholders in your life to explore it rather than just uh, I'm going to be loyal to my company because I can tell you unequivocally that loyalty uh, well, doesn't quite exist. Uh, company loyalty to employees uh, doesn't quite exist anymore. Uh, because yeah. that's the that's the way the cookie crumbles, my friends. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Very cynical, oh, isn't but, it, on a Friday morning? No, but but we wanna we wanna talk about the fact that you know maybe it's not the word loyalty that we should be shooting. Um, um, uh, uh, you know, it it really is about commitment to your obligations. And so, if you've committed mm. to something, you absolutely should because your professional reputation is at stake. Um, mm. and then there's a limit to that. So we're not. We're not advocating blind loyalty, and we're not saying that blind loyalty is bad either. Um, I think there is there is a time and place for everything, and we need yeah. to be able to unravel that complexity to figure out the best strategy and how to execute yeah. your plan. Because yeah. as as you pointed out, you're right. The loyalty is to yourself, and what do you want to do? You want to accelerate your career. You want to mm-hmm. um, have better returns. You want to have a stable income, yeah. and uh, and and many more. And and so. I think there's a place for that, um, but we are saying that if you have given your word on something, you should abs- absolutely see it through. Absolutely, yes, and uh, you know it's it's something which you just should think about. Okay, but don't just blindly stay in a role because I want to be blindly loyal to this uh, person. We have lots of horror stories. <laughs> yeah, the b- yes, person do. or company or project. We have lots of horror stories, which we which we shan't uh, scare you with. But uh, just have a think about it. If you're in a job that you really hate, uh, take action and, and move on. Okay. Now, yeah. besides loyalty, I think one of the other soul-sucking reasons why people stay in jobs they don't like is the money. It's all about the money. I, I think I I think we need to feed ourselves. Uh, I I will. I don't know. It's it's very easy for those of us who have enough funds put away to be able to say money is not important it's not that yeah. easy if we are in the process of building our our nest egg and you know we've got yeah. mortgage and a, and, a, and a car payment and a bunch of loans yeah i think i think money is really important and and money is very complicated yes. the moment we put money it into is. the equation it's emotional so we need yes. to figure out whether or not we're making an emotional decision or whether we're yeah. being strategic about it yeah you know i have uh I have this boss, uh, one of my first bosses I had in Shell, and uh, he used to tell me, he used to give me this uh, very interest, important piece of advice. He said, "No, uh, Adrian, uh, this job, uh, he's been on the job for over 30 years, very senior old guy, okay, and uh, old, old hand on the job. And he said, uh, every month, every day at work, I go to work, I get stressed out by people, by customers, by, by uh, the management, by you okay, and everyone else. Uh, it's very frustrating, but you know, on the 26th of every month, uh, when my paycheck comes in, I look at it and I, and I smile and I go, yeah, okay, and I'm I happy. don't mind it. <laughs> and I'm happy until the next, <laughs> next until the money is all gone. So, so sometimes the money does solve the, does solve the, the, the it's a It's pain, a very good, um, yeah. It does. Yeah, it's like, okay. Tell you a story. Um, and, yeah, tell me. Many many years ago, um, I was I was going many through a bad. Ago. I have a. I've been. I was headhunting at the time, and things things were just. Yeah, I was headhunting at the time, and things were just not great. You know, it was a week. It was a. 
you know, the the hiring leaders were sucky, the candidates were sucky, and the deals were kind of constipated, and nothing was happening. It was really tough. I, I remember opening up my commission statements just to look at it. <laughs> just look <laughs> at it, and you okay, go, okay. I don't mind. It's not that bad. I'm I'm uh, I'm being funny. paid to manage all of this. You know, it kind of puts things in perspective yeah, as to yeah. why I was doing it. Um, it yeah. you're right. It yeah. solved for a while. <laughs> For a while, but the thing is, uh, I, and I know this other individual. Uh, she's in compliance in the bank, and uh, and the work is so miserable. She goes back home every night to drink, okay, oh uh, to drown the sor- to drown the stress. And uh, when I asked her why, aunt, why don't you leave? You no, know? she said the money is so damn, I don't know, so damn good that uh, I can't give it up. And I said, can you find something mm. else in another organization? Uh, you know, in, in in another bank. And she said. Yeah, the money is equally good elsewhere, but the job is going to be equally bad because it's bad. Yeah. So, so she hates she hates the job. She says every day, I, I'm fighting the regulators. I'm fighting my own internal folks because mm-hmm. as a compliance person, your salespeople are coming up to you with deals that you they want you to push through, but you know you cannot push through. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up in the news yeah. like that one one billion dollar money laundering case. Yeah. Right? So, so you you can't do it. So she's fighting everyone, all the time. And it's exhausting and it's tiring, but she can't quit because uh, the it's she's just the money is just too too damn good. So, and if, it, if as it's as just result, as bad outside, and if it's just as bad outside, then better the devil she knows than the devil she doesn't. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> uh, so so that's where that's where uh, maybe leaving the job may not be a solution either. That uh, mm. what, what might be a better solution if you are in a space like this is to adapt. Uh, coping mechanisms to adapt strategies yep. to manage the stress. Uh, it's building your resilience, becoming anti-fragile, and uh, you know just come to us. And and Yen's very good a coach uh, uh, in terms of uh, teaching uh, individuals and executives how to manage these tricky situations. It's a it's it, it is complex and it requires uh, a mindset shift. It requires uh, specific strategies and it's very very contextualized. Because everyone's different, yes. so our coping methods are different. So yeah, mm-hmm. if you if you need career therapy, come look for us. Yeah, and uh, one more thing is that if you really have to drink every other night, uh, no. it's not a good thing. Okay, that, uh, it's no. it's not it's not a healthy coping mechanism. You know, if it's on a weekend with friends, it's fine. You know, that occasional Jack Daniel, whatever it is, uh, it's fine. But if you are drinking to relieve stress, I think that is something you need to. Look it square in the face, and yeah. oh, I need to address this. Uh, if if your job's that stressful, uh, I think it's time to make a make a move. But no, come talk to us. Make a so, change. So, yeah. So money money can be a very addictive drug that makes you oblivious to the amount of pain that you're feeling. But after a while, uh, it it even though it masks the pain, uh, the pain is still there. So uh, don't be don't be misguided by that bank account because. Everything else in the long run, uh, we talk about career sustainability. How long can you sustain in that role? So, think about it, and I think it's a, uh, in a way, it's a happy problem it's, to have if if you're if you're being paid that much uh, to take that much stress. Uh, different strategies. You know, on this note, to us. on this uh-huh. on this note about money, if 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 it's too good to be true, and an organization in the future offers you a significant, much much more significant chunk of change. To mm-hmm. join them, uh, please watch out for it. Something's not quite right. There's a reason why the the money is so good. It's because the 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 crap you have to clean up is is a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And on this topic of money, you know, just a slight digression. Uh, sometimes you think it's the, you think it's the money, but uh, and I I had this person I spoke to, and she said, I don't mind taking a pay cut if the job was less stressful. Uh, and but when the offer came along for a smaller job with a pay cut, uh, ultimately she decided that it was not because the money was just too damn good. So yeah. So yeah, just 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 think about it. It's a it's a it's a very emotional decision. So it is, isn't we it? We need we need it to is. unravel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the second last thing is a uh, external pressure. Now I'm I'm thinking uh. Under pressure, pushing the <laughs> please don't Friday say Friday morning. I'm not gonna say, <laughs> uh, but but you know we all feel pressure uh, sometimes. But this is external pressure. What do you mean by external pressure, Yen? This is when um, other people tell you not to quit because of something that benefits themselves. So it's like no, no, no. You have to stay in the bank because I like going out to. Well, she, maybe your mom won't say that, but effectively your 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 parents might say. I, I like telling people that my daughter works in this bank, or my son is working at this large company, or that the benefits are so great, and so the pressure is coming from outside of yourself um, to mm-hmm. stay in a job that you hate because it benefits other people and not you, and so that that could be a very tricky situation. It could be, and let me share a funny story with you. I actually know of a classmate who ended up working in Procter and Gamble. And uh, she wanted to leave, but uh, she only decided to leave after the after her child was toilet trained, because she was getting a whole lot of pampers <laughs> for free. So she, she said, "Okay, I'm going to leave, but only after the toilet trained." And then she she left and she joined she joined a, a infant formula company just for the perks for yeah. second child. It was so funny, and she said, "Okay, I'm going to leave." So I said, "Are you going to leave only when they when they wean off uh, infant formula?" So it's uh, it was it was funny. Sometimes you know. External pressure is It's it's right. a funny story. There, there's also uh, the ones where if you stay in a company long enough, your child gets to benefit because there's like university degrees yeah. or something with a very long timeline. If you have served served ten years, um, mm-hmm. your and you continue to stay, and if you're still currently mm-hmm. working at a specific um, institution, then um, your child gets to study for free, for example. And there is a lot of that. Oh. I mean, I guess those are great retention strategies. That's that's that cool, that's right? actually holding you ran- No, that's just holding you ransom. No, so you have to work, otherwise your child will be booted out of the international school. So sorry, yeah, you know, it's uh, like oh, I never said it was an international. I was talking about tertiary institution. Oh okay, uh, okay. Tertiary, <laughs> but but tertiary, I think I think I, that I think that are. It's a long-term thing. It's an educational institution. So I have heard of such uh, stories, and yeah, and the such stories. Things. And I and I mean, if you yeah. if I I do recommend that in you know if there's internal mobility options, you should absolutely look into it. Yeah. You're not I think so stagnant. Too. In one I role so for too. say 15, 20 years, yeah. you get a chance yeah. to try different business units and 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 do different job scopes, which also be very beneficial in the long run beyond yeah, this role you know so true yeah and, and there's always more there's, there's always alternatives come talk there's to us there's always alternatives so uh, don't don't bow down to external pressure sometimes you need to manage that pressure as well because if you stay in a job or if you leave a job because of external pressure then then it's not you it's someone else influencing you it may not be a good uh, decision either and I think one of the you know, the last the last thing about it is uh, ignorance uh, they, I don't realise that that 
things like that back in here because I'm just my head's in the in the in the reads all the time. I'm doing work, but I don't realize that uh, the the whole market is moving, and it's growing or or it's becoming yeah. obsolete. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you if you're talking about hunkering down and putting your head in the sand. Then the image on our slide shouldn't be a panda. It should be a it should ostrich. be a, an ostrich. <laughs> yeah, but you know pandas. Um, uh, you know our book about career pandas, right? So. So yeah, if you're a career panda, sometimes uh, you're just uh, not adaptable to change, and you're just happy to sit there and eat and uh, enjoy the <laughs> enjoy enjoy life yeah. uh, while it works. So it's 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 sometimes uh, we we need to and and I don't know like what I was sharing with our clients at the talk yesterday. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we do need a work quick to come in to shake us up and make yes. us uh, think about. To reflect, yeah. So the work quick yeah. could be yeah. a, a new boss, uh, it could be a, anything that just upsets you enough to want to explore the outside. It's it's a very similar story to those of us who take our health for granted as well. We're very complacent oh, about yeah. it until That's we have right. a health scare. After we That's have right. a health scare, and then you're suddenly a little bit more attuned to, it. yeah, sure things are good. It and, to the best you know, of you us. you yeah. create better, healthier healthier habits so it's the same with uh, with a career as well sometimes you get a bit lazy you get a bit like yes yeah, um, I, I don't care about it's what's going true. on outside and so yeah. it's like I don't know what I don't know and if I don't know it it doesn't exist kind of like mm. a dog <laughs> or, or a baby that plays peekaboo if it's not there if I can't see you it means you can't see me either yeah. uh, and and so yeah we, we sometimes uh, get a little bit uh, shocked uh, if, if there's going yeah. to be a, a change in the, in the organization it's not a bad mm-hmm. thing yeah, so sometimes uh, we, we hide from the truth uh, when it comes to the realities. Why? Because you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> so, it's time to some, <laughs> so it's time for us to, to step up and uh, to realize that hey, things, uh, we need to look at this very seriously. And if you are intimidated by the big scary world outside, come talk to us because we are the career experts. We've been around, we've helped uh, hundreds and hundreds of people already. So uh, the big question then is this, when do I resign? I hit my job. Yeah, when do when I When you resign? have found what... something, no. <laughs> when you have lined up your ducks as best as you can. Yeah, okay. With, um, uh, with, with taking into consideration all of the variables. There's so many variables. Great. Quack, quack, quack. Resigning, uh, when, when last resort. Resigning, last resort. Okay. Uh, you know, I think... Last resort. Uh, yeah, but it's a reality, it's an option. Uh, the, the question a lot of clients ask us is, can I resign if no job in hand? And our typical answer is... You can do anything you want. You, <laughs> can do anything you want. It's bad. You can no, do anything you want. I'm, I'm not your mom. I'm not your, I'm not your <laughs> warden. <laughs> Uh, you are a you have free will answer but it's a matter of whether it's strategic or wise it, I, I mean, okay. yes yeah. that's right so the question should and, be do you what what would be your advice it's it's a different question yeah. can I resign without so, a job the answer is yes yeah you can right should I resign without a job the answer is preferably not uh, but unless not. unless that job is something which which is uh, causing you a lot of distress emotional yes. mental physical you know or if the job is dangerous uh, you know you where, where you're supposing like you have to feed hand feed the lions every day you know uh, things like this where it's a physical threat to your existence or safety then quit you know uh, or if it's abusive quit on the spot okay so 
can you quit without a job in hand? Yes, you can. If you're feeling that you're in unsafe environment or if your feelings are, uh, it's affecting your health, quit and figure it, figure things out. Okay, uh, because honestly, your health and your safety is not worth uh, dying over. Yes. Yeah. So but when, let's when exhaust all other possible alternatives. Yeah. So when do I resign? Uh, resign when you're ready to. And don't make it an emotional decision. Come talk to us. Okay. We, we you don't have to sign up for a whole package uh, of a program with us. Okay. We have career clinics. Uh, we charge by the hour. Just come in, talk to us, and we'll help you provide some perspective. Uh, reach out to us info at careeragility.org. So you know what we G-G-I-F. always say. If you are at a career crossroad, if you're experiencing a work quake. Or if something is triggering you and telling you that, hey, uh, it's it's not, it's something's not quite right. Uh, please come talk to us because I think at the end of the day, uh, I think that it's it's just having someone to provide perspective uh, helps to yep. lighten the load, doesn't it? Yeah. It does because you don't want to go this alone. This this is a very lonely journey sometimes, and and you got well meaning. Yeah, whose advice well you know, is not suited to yeah. you because they don't they yeah. don't know your environment um, yeah. and, and maybe you get you get mentors who tell you things like follow your passion again not bad advice but hey they've already made it of course they can follow yeah. their passion so yeah, um, not all advice yeah. nonetheless uh, yeah. might be suitable so yeah it's important to have some perspective and to bounce some ideas off Definitely, um, yeah, reach out if you have any questions. Yeah, TGIF. Uh, TGIF, everyone, and have a great weekend ahead. Uh, you know, the the weekend is always good for reflection, and I think uh, this weekend is as good as any. Have a great weekend and enjoy yourself. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.